there's power in the name in the name of Jesus and you know what that power does it breaks every chain it breaks every chain it breaks every chain there's been chains in my life that only the power of God could have broken there's been issues in my life that only the power of God could have got me through. There has been days in my life that only the power of God got me out of bed. But oh, I thank God that there is power in the name of Jesus. If I can't say anything else, as long as I can say, Jesus, there's power. Power in the name of Jesus. How many of y'all have had chains broken in your life today? How many of y'all can testify that, that the power of God broke the chain that was in your life? Broke the chains of poverty. Broke the chains of depression. Broke the chains of illness. Broke the chains of disease. Broke the chains of, oh my God, he, he breaks every chain. Amen, amen. I was actually listening to that song when I was on my way up here today. And I, I started to reflect over the last 47 years. Well, I only actually remember like 43 of them. <laughs> you know, because you don't know what goes on those first few years. You have to go by the stories that people tell you. And people have told some stories about me. But as I was reflecting over the, over the years of my life and and I remembered all the things that God has brought me through. Even when I didn't have the good sense to pray to him and ask him to do it for me, he did it anyhow. And so I, I, I just want to thank God today for, for this opportunity to be able to stand behind the sacred desk to deliver the word. Praise God for Bishop and his prayers are definitely, our prayers are definitely with you, Bishop. Our prayers are definitely with you, Bishop, and, and to your family as well. So I'm not going to belabor the time today. I'm going to direct your attention to the scripture that Colin Ashley read earlier today, um, the 46th number of Psalms, uh, verses 1 and 2. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and add three to that as well. Just go ahead and finish out that little stanza. So I'm going to read verses one, two, and three. So the word of God reads on this wise. God is our refuse and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we would not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. If I had to tag today's sermon with a title, I'd tag it this way. Help is here. Help is here. Let us pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for preaching time. And Lord, I ask as, as I stand behind this sacred desk that you hide me behind the cross. Lord, decrease me so that your spirit may be increased. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accepted in thy sight. Lord, my strength and my redeemer. This is your servant's prayer. Amen. So, as I, as I pondered, when I, when, when I was first given this text as a study assignment, 
because I knew eventually this would be something I'd be preaching from. It's, you know, stuff drops in my spirit and and I know eventually it'll, it'll come out in the priest's word at some point in time or another. So when, when this when this text first dropped into my spirit, I, I, I asked God, I said, God, what is it that you're you're trying to tell me right now? What is it, what what is it that you're that what what in this text today? Because I've read this text many times, but why do you direct me to this text at this particular time? And at the and 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 as soon as I as soon as I asked that question, he asked me back, I'm here. And so when he asked me back and he and he, and he when he answered the question and told me that he's here, I said, okay, God, I know you're here. I see you. I see, as, as the old folks used to say, I see you in my hands, I see you in my feet, I see you all around me. God, I see you, I, I, I see you in, in, in my face, I, I see you in the food that I eat, I, I see you in the water that I drink. Lord, I see you everywhere. So I know there's more you want to tell me. So, so besides the fact that you're here, what is it that you really want? What point did you really want me to get out of this, out of this text right now? And he says, son, what I want you to know is because I'm here. Help is here. And so, you know, we, 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 we walk around and, 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 and we live our lives day to day. And many times we sometimes feel like we're all alone. Sometimes we feel like we have, you know, and especially with COVID, I know when COVID first hit, the first few months of COVID, I was in, I was, I was a mess because COVID, I, I live alone and COVID took away the only two areas or only two venues that, that I had human contact with, work and church. I could no longer go to the office and I couldn't come into this church. I was isolated. I was all alone. And, 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 and through it all, you know, I, I went through that all the way up until like around Memorial Day weekend of, of, of 2020. But through it all, God, I, you know, times when I was alone, all I had to do was look. All I had to do was say his name and he will be there. But there was times, y'all, that I, I, was, I, was too, I was too lost in my loneliness to even look for him. I was too lost in my loneliness to even read his, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a preacher, but I don't always want to read the Bible. I'm a preacher, but I, I don't always feel good. I'm not always happy. There are times when I get lonely too. And sometimes that loneliness, it leads to depression. But God has said, you know what, son? That same God, I'm the same God that took you through the, 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 the beginning of COVID. And I'm here. Don't forget that I'm here. Don't forget that I'm here. Don't forget that I'm here. Because as long as you realize I'm here, you realize that help is also here. Because see, that's why the Bible says, to look up to the hills, who is coming to help, knowing that all of our help, it comes from God. And so as I, as I, as I, as I speak to you today, I, 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 I'm speaking to our young people, and I'm speaking to our parents, and I'm speaking to everyone sitting in here. Don't let go of the help. You know, many of us during this pandemic, we, we got to the end of the rope. And we got to the end of the rope and because we was at the end of the rope and because we was at the end of our awareness of what to do, we was, in, we was at the end of our intelligence had reached this end point. We no longer had the, the mind or the, the, the thoughts, the thought process to make it through anymore. So we was at the end of our rope. And when we got to the end of that rope, we look to God. An old preacher once told me a long time ago, he said, man's extremity is God's opportunity. So when man has reached the very end, now God comes in 
to make it through, to make it, to, to help us make it through. And so what I want to tell you all today, you all just went through the most difficult school year in the history of the world. From virtual learning to part-time learning, you all went through the most difficult period in the world. And God was there to help you throughout the entire time. You know, the one thing I thought, and I, I you know, and, I, and, 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 you know, I hope I don't offend anybody when I say this, but, but, but Sister Charlene, the one thing I thank God for is my kids was grown. You know, I, I, I thank God that I didn't have to go through this, and I prayed for the parents who did have to go through this. And some of the parents that had to go through this was also teachers. And so not only did they have to teach their kids, but they, they, they're doing virtual classrooms, and they got their kids, and they're trying to help their kids at the same time. Y'all, this was a crazy year. But guess what? No matter how crazy the year got, help was always here. And so what I want to tell you all today is that when, when you feel like that there is nothing left for you to do, that's because there isn't nothing else left for you to do. Now it belongs to God. Stop trying to do God's work. Now I'm not, now I'm not telling you to leave it all to God. But recognize when you have done your part, recognize when you have done your best, recognize when you have done the very thing that God has called you to, and when that time has come, get out the way. Because see, many times we, we get in God's way because we want to do more than what God told us to do. You know, I one time when I when I first started exercising, and you know, I had to, I was building on my stamina and everything else. And one day I, I got this real crazy idea. Now up until this point, I've been walking. My walks were you know anywhere between a mile and a half to two miles was my longest walk. So this particular day, I decided and I was gonna get a little cute and I was gonna do a five mile walk. That's all right, bro. You can laugh. <laughs> Because it was foolish. <laughs> and so, and, 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 and I messed up. Normally my walks are kind of um, circular, so I'm never like too far away from home. But this time I went all the way down the street. Because my whole thing was, I didn't want to be tempted to go back home. I wanted to push myself. Whoo! I got down that street, and I looked back, and home was not in sight. <laughs> so I had to turn back around and, and, and finish the walk. And then when I got back home, I, I looked at my watch. And my foolish self did five and three quarters miles. My ankles was hurting. My knees was hurting. My back was hurting. Y'all, even my nose hurt. Because see, what happened was I, I had done so well and I was feeling so good, I went beyond what my threshold was at that time. And what God is telling you right now, baby, just slow down just a little bit. I am preparing you, I have equipped you, and yes, I have taught you this, I have taught you that, I have shown you this, and I have shown you that. But don't run ahead of me, run with me. And so what I'm here to tell you right now, don't run before the help, run with the help. Let the help lead you, don't lead the help. And so now, 
Now, I want to leave you with, with three points, then I'm going to get out your way. Just give me two hours and I'll give you back an hour and, four, and I'll give you an hour and 45 minutes back. <laughs> so the first, the first thing that, that help does, that, that God's help does, God's help, God strengthens us. God strengthens us. God strengthens us. So in the text, you know, the text starts off right away with God is our refuge and our strength. God's help strengthens us. You see, there are things that, that, that humans, we're finite. We're not infinite. We're finite. We're finite beings. We're not all powerful. We, 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 we're not omnipotent. Our powers have limits. I don't care what power you talk about. The power of your mind, the power of your body, the power of your spirit, the power of your soul. It has limits. But guess what? God's strength, God, God's help, what God's help does is strengthens us to allow us to do what our regular strength, what our normal strength would not be able to, would, would not enable us to do. There was times in my life when, when, when I didn't know what else to do. I, I couldn't move another, I couldn't, the old folks used to say it like this, I couldn't move another further. I, 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 I couldn't go another step. I was tired. I couldn't go. I couldn't make it. You know, there was times I was in the Navy. I would have to get up at midnight to stand and watch up until 6 o'clock in the morning. And I would get up at midnight and I, I would still be tired. I, I said, man, I got to get up and do a six-hour watch. And I didn't even get my sleep out. But God would keep me. When I would be on that watch, God's strength repaired me because he didn't want me to get, you know, to get caught sleeping. You fall asleep on a watch, you get in trouble. So God strengthened me. And I'm here to tell you today, it may not be a watch that you have to stand, but whatever it is you have to stand, whatever stand you have to take right now, God's strength will enable you to take that stand. I tell young people this all the time. When you wake up in the morning to brush your teeth, ask God to give you his eyes when you look at you because not only is our strength limited but even our ability to see what God has done in us and through us and what he wants to do with us is limited as well and so I, I, I tell young people this all the time ask God to give you his eyes because I don't want you to see what you see I want you to see what God sees you know, there, there, was, there was this cartoon I used to watch called the Thundercats. And Lionel was the lord of the Thundercats, and he had this sword called the Sworn of Omens. And when there was, a, there was danger that, that was lurking, Lionel would take the sword, put it up to his eyes, and he would say, Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. Well, guess what? Pick up the word and say, Sword of God, give me sight beyond sight. Because, see, God's word is the, is the lighter to my feet and the lamp to my pathway. And it is that word. See, when we see what God sees in us, when we see what God wants to do with us, our weakness is no longer abound. Because now we know that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And so, you know, sometimes, y'all, I pray for weakness because I want him to become strong in me. And so what I'm here to tell you today is don't be worried about your frailties. Don't be worried about the weakness. Don't be worried about what you can't do. Because just know this, Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, God's help strengthens us. The next thing God does, God shows up. God shows up. 
In the text it says it like this, a very present help in a time of trouble. He shows up. He shows up when it's the darkest. He shows up when, when you can't, how did, how did, how did, my, how did Big Mommy just say it? God will help you make a way out of no way. God would make $2. It was, he would stretch it. And a lot, you know, I remember, boy, back in the day, $2 did a lot. I remember my daddy, you know, would, 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 would be nearly out of gas, and all he had to do was go to the gas station, put in $2 worth of gas, and it got him through the rest of the week. Well, you know what? $2 can't even buy you a gallon of gas these days, but let me tell you something. God is here, and God will show up when your wallet has left. God will show up when there are no dollars in the bank. God will show up when you don't know what to think. God will show up when you don't want to know what to do. When you get to your wits end, God shows up, and when God shows up, he shows out. And so I don't care what the situation is. If the situation is your kids, if, you, if your kids have gotten on your last nerve and you've done all you can do, you don't know what else to do. And no matter what you say, no matter what you do, they keep doing the things that you tell them not to do. They keep saying the things you tell them not to say. They even eat the things you tell them not to eat. They hang out with the people you tell them not to hang out with. Well, guess what? If you have done all you can do, then guess what? God is getting ready to show up and he's getting ready to show out. Because let me tell you what I've learned. What I've learned is when God shows up, everything has to change. When God shows up, the, the bad becomes good. When God shows up, the bitter becomes sweet. When God shows up, the clouds make way for the sun. When God shows up, something has to change. And, 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 and if you want to be perfectly clear, and if you want to be perfectly sure that God will show up, then guess what? Get on your knees. Because the prayers of the righteous avail of must, and the reason why is because when we pray, we give God permission to act on our behalf. In other words, we give God permission to show up and show out. If you don't feel God, it's not because of God. It's because of you. Because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. And I said earlier about looking for God. That really is kind of a misnomer because you really don't have to look for God because God is everywhere. But what you do have to do is you have to tell, you have to fix your, your eyes to him. What I mean by that? We go all over the place looking for help. We go to, now, y'all, I'm sorry, but if I need money, if I need a loan, I'm not going to somebody I'm not going to the bank that just closed. I'm not. If, 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 if I need food, if we both hungry, we can't ask each other for food. No, 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 no. I'm going to take it a little bit further now and I'm going to say it like this. Stop asking lost people to help save you. Now, you may not actually be doing it, 
you know, per se. But when you, you know, back, you know, back when I was a little younger, you know, they had Madam Cleo. You know, people call that psychic hotline. You know, looking for help. Now, 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 what I'm about to say, don't, 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 don't take it further than what I'm taking it. Please, because don't, 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 don't go tell, don't go tell anybody that Elder Wade told you that self-help is not good. But sometimes you have to put down the self-help book and just talk to God. Yep, Oprah has made billions, but God has saved billions. Yes, Oprah has made billions, but God has fed billions upon billions upon billions. God has touched. And so what I'm telling you is, stop looking for help in all the wrong places. Look for help where help is. Help is with God. And allow him to show up so he can show it on your behalf. My grandmama once told me, and I'll never forget this, my grandma told me, she said, Luke, I learned how to stand on my knees. I didn't learn how to stand walking around. I learned how to stand on my knees because on my knees, I got the instructions from God as to how I should stand. And then what she said, Luke, once I start standing, then he taught me how to walk. But all of this started by me being on my knees. So God strengthens us. God shows up. The last thing I want to say is God saves unconditionally. God says unconditionally. Now in the text, it, it, it talks about this. It says, we, don't, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. What, what the text is speaking to is that there are, change, there are conditions that are changing all around. But that very present help in the time of trouble, that doesn't change. Because God said, I'm the same today, yesterday and forevermore i am the same you know and so 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 in my life god is the same god that he was january 30th of 1974 that he is right now on june what is it 26 on june the 26th i think 27th he's the same god He's the same God that, 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 that took me through my mother's womb. He's the same God that, 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 that took me through a speech impediment. He's the same God that took me through shyness. I know y'all don't believe I used to be shy, but I used to be shy. God took that out of me. God is the same God that took me from S-curl to bald head. He's that same God. God is the same God. He has not changed. He has not changed. God has not changed. He is the same God. And that changed because God has not changed. That same power that saved me when I was five years old. That same power that saved me back then. That same power is valid and is relevant today because that saved, that salvation that happened back when I was five was unconditional. It does not change with age. It does, it does not change because I got older. It does not change because I got a little smarter. It does not change because I don't walk as fast or I don't run as fast. It does not change because I, I can't lift as much. That change does not. It, God said salvation is unconditional. It does not change. You see, in this text, it talks about Mountains being carried. Can you imagine looking at a mountain get carried by water? How troubling that may be. 
Can you imagine how troubling it may be to see something that gigantic and something that big get moved? Talk about waters roaring and being troubled. Y'all, you know, uh, there was times when I was out there and uh, out to sea and that, that, that the ship would start to be tossed to and fro. And y'all remember what happened to the disciples when, when, when the waters start to roar? Y'all remember? And guess what? That, there's a lesson in that because the disciples had Jesus right there and rather than go to Jesus, they went to fear. And don't y'all start feeling like y'all better than those disciples because guess what? Jesus is right here and rather than go to Jesus, we lean into fear. But see, God's salvation, God's save, his saving power is unconditional. It's not determinative based on where we are. It's not determinative based on our position. It's not determinative based on who's looking at us. It's not determinative based on where we work. It's not determinative based on where we're standing. God's power is unconditional and his salvation is unconditional as well. You see, we put conditions on God that God never put on himself. You know, if if God would have did this, then I would have did that. Stop lying on God. Because you wouldn't have did it anyway. But we try to find a scapegoat, and that's how we get cute. You know, we get cute. Well, I guess it wasn't for me. No, it was. You just missed it. And I, 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 I'm an example of that. I know that I am not where I was supposed to be. I know I made mistakes, and I know those mistakes altered the course of my life. But guess what? Because I've been saved by God, even my mistakes don't get rid of the salvation that I have because that salvation is unconditional. Don't let go of your faith. Don't let go of his promises. Don't let go of his word. Because his word is there to serve you unconditionally. I know y'all may be tired of hearing me say unconditional. But I'm going to keep saying it until you get it. Unconditional, 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 unconditional. I'm going to tell y'all this quick story about myself. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this on up. I was um, I was a young boy, and you know, like I, I mentioned earlier, and some of y'all may have heard this, but I had a really bad speech impediment, and my main impediment was being able to pronounce words that had the R sound in the middle, and so you know, it, it took me a long time to you know to get my first girlfriend because. When I walked to her, up to her, I said, do you want to be my girl? <laughs> and they looked at me like, no, I don't want to be your girl. <laughs> and so, and so, and so, so what wound up happening was my mom, so I, I, I got laughed at a lot. People picked on me a lot because of the way I talked. They would have me singing songs. And I thought they liked to hear me sing. They just wanted, and, and now I know as a grown man, I definitely know they didn't want to hear me sing. They wanted to laugh at me. And when I figured out that that, was, was, well, that is what was going on, I became real shy and I, 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 I 
I curled up into a shell. So my mama, she, she realized what was going on and she went to the school and she told the school, she said, there's something going on with my son. I, I, I don't know what it is, but, but, but y'all need to help him. And parents, we need to advocate for our kids like that. But sometimes we get so proud, we don't want to admit that, there's, there's, that our kids are having some type of issue because we think it's in a reflection on us. But, but mama went to the school and she said, I don't know what's going on, but, 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 but my son, he, he needs some help. And so from the time I was in kindergarten until the time I left sixth grade, I was in speech therapy. I saw a speech pathologist and I was in speech therapy. And by the time I got to seventh grade, I became the class president. And you know what you have to do to run for class office? You got to say a speech. God saved me at five. And he continued to deliver me time after time after time. And every time I realized or every time I thought that I could not do anymore, every time I thought that I had reached the end of my rope, every time I thought that, that I had done all I can do, that there was nothing left for me to do, that I had achieved all I could achieve, that's when God stepped in and God, that power that saved me at five, continues to deliver me today. So I want to leave y'all with an, with an acronym about what help develops. Help develops. First of all, the H in help stands for hope. Because we know that help is here, we always have hope. No matter how dark it is, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how, no matter how hard it hurts, no matter how much, how much it pains us, no matter how confused we are, we can always have hope because we know who our help comes from. So the first thing that recognizing that help is here gives us, it gives us hope. Then the second thing, the E in help is enthusiasm. Now enthusiasm is the, in my opinion, now this is just, this is just an odd mode. OBMO, one black man's opinion. This is just my opinion. But I believe that enthusiasm is the most misused word in the English language. Because y'all know what enthusiasm really means? Enthusiasm means to be in theos, which means to be in God. Because in the Greek, in, in enthusiasm actually means to be inspired, to be injected, to be overcome by God. And I don't know about you, but I don't need just to be happy sometimes. Sometimes I need enthusiasm because happiness just won't do enough. Sometimes I need enthusiasm because happiness won't get me through. Sometimes I need enthusiasm because I just can't be glad. I just can't be, oh my God, enthusiasm. Because sometimes I have to live, you know, you know, we used to sing this song, in him I live, in him I move, in him I have my beer. That's enthusiasm, Lord. Y'all, enthusiasm means that whatever it is I'm going through, I'm going to move in him. Whatever it is that I'm looking at, I'm going to look at it through him. So, so help gives us hope. Helps gives us enthusiasm. The L in help is love. And just like I said that God saves unconditionally, we need to love unconditionally. Why? Because he first loved us. And, 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 and the, one of the best ways to receive or, 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 or to allow God's presence to be in your life is to help others. 
The Bible says it like this. The Bible says if you lend to the poor, you lend to the I mean, if you give to the poor, you lend to the Lord. That's love. And love, it, 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 when, when, when we love on each other, when we love on God's people, God's love shines on us even more. Why? Because he wants us to keep loving. The love that we share, the love that we give, he wants to continue to get provision for that love. He wants us to get... So, help gives us hope. It gives us enthusiasm. It gives us love. And the one thing that recognizing that help is here, God, does the main thing, it gives us a praise. You see, my, 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 my praise is just not given to God when, 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 I'm, when I'm happy. My praise is not just given to God when, 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 when all things are well. My praise is not just given to God, you know, when, when I've had the meal that I wanted. When, you know, the praise is just not given to God just when things are what I want them to be. The praise is just not given to God when, 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 when everything is the way that I planned it. When my day goes the way I planned it, when I woke up in the morning, all the way up until I go to bed at night, that is not necessary for me to be able to praise God. It is not necessary for me to praise God for my kids to do everything I told them to. It is not necessary for me to praise God for me for me to, to be able to do everything that I wanted to do it was when I was in school I didn't have to get an A to praise God I didn't have to do the best to praise God I didn't have to and guess what right now I don't have to look the best to praise God I don't care that I don't, I don't have any hair anymore I can still praise God with my shiny bald head I don't care if I have to wear glasses so I can see the same distance that I used to see without them I can praise God with the four eyes that I have I don't care that I I don't walk like I used to walk. I don't run like I used to run. I may not be able to run as fast down that aisle, but I can't still run down that aisle. I may not be able to jump as high as I used to jump, but I can still jump. Oh, I can give God a praise regardless of what the situation looks like. Because his help is here, because his presence is here, so is his praise. There was a praise in the atmosphere that I just couldn't keep to myself. A praise on the inside. You see, if you really recognize the help that is here, then every day of your life would be, would be a day of praise. Every day the first words out of your mouth would be, Lord, I thank you for seeing another day. Every day that you wake up and you sit down, whether you sit down, you know, to a gourmet breakfast or you sit down to some Cheerios, Lord, I thank you for the food I'm about to receive for the nursing of my body. Regardless of what it is, regardless if it's a BMW or if it's a, if it's a Chevrolet, when you get in that car and turn the ignition and the car goes on, Lord, I thank God for the car that you have given me to be able to drive to work. And then when you get to work and you get out of that car and you walk into that office, it may not be the office that you want. It may not be the office that you will ultimately wind up in but guess what when you walk into those doors say God I thank you for the job that I have I thank you for all that you've done because we say enter to his gates with thanksgiving and, 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 his, and his courts with praise that's not just the church y'all that's not just the church those gates at your job those doors at those job belongs to God the, 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 the doors in whatever room you walk in, that belongs to God. And if you want to truly ensure that what is waiting on you the other side is not going to kill you, if you want to really be sure that what is waiting on you the other side of that door is not going to take you out, then enter with praise. It's the word of God. <laughs>